Hey, it's Bob Stoffer. I just wanted to let you know that you can listen to Oilers Now ad-free on Amazon Music, included with Prime. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. So you guys didn't hear me calling you up here, did you? To try to get back in the building after I walked Mac T out and locked myself out the door, the front door. Oh, so then I went and, yeah, dumb dumb here, forgot to uh, grab a cell phone to text you guys. <laughs> Eight years of post-secondary education. Most guys are called doctor that have done that. This is uh, Oilers Now at 606 in Edmonton. Bob Stoffer, Brendan S. Scott, Kellen Kennedy with you. Second hour of Oilers Now is brought to you by World of Spas. Aching after a long day, World of Spas offers tubs designed with your relief in mind. Rest, recover, relax with World of Spas. Alberta's number one swim spa dealer. Visit worldofspas.com. In this hour, Craig McTavish uh, joined us in hour number one. Frank Saravelli coming up for the horses and horse racing in Alberta in about 37 seconds time. Experience live standard bed racing Friday and Saturday at Century Mile Racetrack and the Casino. For more information, head to thehorses.com. We will tell you that uh, Brendan S. Scott Reed Wilkins will also be on the show. This text from Clem on the Ashley Fine Floors text line, that reminiscing segment with our beloved Mac T was wonderful. Makes me want to continue my faithful listenership to your show. Thanks, Bob. That one comes to us from Clem. Yes. I, I, Brendan, that's quite the uh, comparable that Mac T made on... Uh, Jakob Varana's commitment uh, to play the game and compete when he said that, and I quote, uh, Jakob Varana makes Magnus PRV look like John Tonelli, who John Tonelli was the most dominant board player in the league back in the 1980s when he was with the Islanders and the Flames. He is not afraid to make a statement, and particularly not here on this show, which, uh, you know, sometimes has me cringing a little bit, but that makes great radio. Yeah, that was a funny one for sure. All right, let's head off to the River Cree Resort Casino hotline. The River Cree Resort Casino, open 24-7, 365 excitement. Better it, and we welcome back to the show, Daily Face-Offs. Frank Cervalli for the Horses and Horse Racing Alberta Experience Live, Standard Bird Racing, Friday and Saturday, Century Mile Racetrack and Casino. For more information, head to thehorses.com. Hello, Frank. How are you? I'm pretty good. I kind of wish there was a camera on you as you locked yourself out. Yeah, yeah. Well, I mean, it would be that would be high comedy. Well, you want to talk about retaining listeners? That like, just throw that on YouTube. You have a so the the humble stopper abode in the city south side. Occasionally, I get locked out of a house because I don't have a uh, uh, the. We had two garage door openers. We currently have one. And that, of course, goes to uh, my wife, Kathleen. And, uh, you know, sometimes I go see, quote, unquote, Miss Chardonnay. You never get in trouble if you only have one glass of wine at Pub 1905 in the wine room. You've been there before, Frank. Uh, Maybe. And neither confirm nor deny. Neither confirm nor deny that. But uh, we we usually go for one after the game and uh, maybe a little bit of chicken wings or something like that. And it's uh, it's, it's a fun... So tell me you had to wake... Kathy up one night to let you in the house. Oh, it's been more than one night over the years. Oh, man. Yeah, because what happens is if they double lock the keys in the house, like we are double, there's there's two locks right in the front door. Come on. Yeah, yeah. And my what a donkey. Yeah. 
Yeah, that's when I end up in Chateau Bow Wow. Uh, you ever yeah, been there, that's Frank? When you, that's when you end up getting sent to the basement for a few weeks. Or, or the upstairs apartment, as my daughter has renamed it for me. So there you go, with the cats, the three cats who I have a mild allergy to. All right, uh, Jakob Verena. Not exactly. I mean, hey, highly skilled player. This is an, mm-hmm. could, could this be a guy that St. Louis moves and retains half the money on just to, to get him a fresh start somewhere else? What do you see happening there? Yeah, that's certainly on the table. Um, you know, it's been a really tough go for him. This is a guy that when he is healthy, when he's in the right frame of mind, when he's ready to compete, has had a pretty electric goal-scoring ability to the tune of goals per minute being quite high around uh, league circles over the first few years in his in the league and since then he's he's dealt with a few off ice issues that i think have really clouded his game and i know they tried to get him to st louis for a fresh start and and obviously that hasn't really worked out in his favor and now st louis is in a spot where waivers you know looking to move him retain half whatever it might be uh he's certainly out there and available yeah, uh, the guy has skill. There's no question about that. You can text us 780-496-0063, the River Cree Resort Casino text line. Bob, uh, from Penner's Pancakes, and I just I admire, and that's so ironic, giving the Craig, the, the, the Dustin Penner relationship that he had with Craig McTavish. Uh, what are Frank's thoughts on Monaghan and Matheson from Montreal? Just asking as Brad Holland was at the game last night. Yeah, the Oilers have scouted Montreal a fair amount. Mm-hmm. Um, Brad took on, I, I talked to Brad. I know that he was, and I'm pretty sure he was at the Nashville Leaf game on Saturday and then in Montreal last night. I, I don't know about you, Frank. I don't think they're trading uh, Matheson, are they? I don't think so. I think they really like Matheson. I Matheson was a Kent Hughes client, so obviously someone that he knows really well. Um, I, I I think I would be surprised if he was in the mix, but Sean Monahan is a different story. I think he's someone that the Habs, he just hit a bonus for games played, by the way, uh, $15,000. Not a big deal, but for him it was because hitting 26 games played this season meant that it was one more than he played last year. And he's another guy who's dealt with a lot. When he's been healthy, he's been really productive. And I think Sean Monaghan is the ideal third-line center on a contending team. Yeah, left, now, left shot. Mm-hmm. What that cost is... Um, that part, I think, is a wild card. Okay. Uh, the Chicago Blackhawks are in town. Connor versus Connor. Your thoughts? And then we'll get to some of the potential Hawks in play. I think the start for Connor Bedard has been incredibly impressive. I think when you look at the lack of support that he's had, and that's certainly eroded here in the last couple of weeks with Taylor Hall being out for the season, with... Uh, Corey Perry's contract being terminated. He he needs help, and it's really impressive what he's able to do on his own. I think the one thing that watching him, and I think the Blackhawks are concerned about this too, is just keeping him in the right frame of mind. It's not anything that anyone's doing publicly or saying. He's incredibly hard on himself. Like Even going back to the preseason there was a situation and not in a, it wasn't a big deal at all, but that unfolded where he had a preseason game that he didn't like, and he actually still ended up scoring an empty netter. And 
I know Luke Richardson had said something to him like, hey, like, you know, a goal is a goal. It helps us win. And he was unhappy with his game and then was really unhappy the next day when he came to the rink and the Blackhawks didn't have practice. And he wanted to get on the ice and work out whatever he didn't like in his game. And he was just dumbfounded, like, hey, this is the NHL and we don't have practice today. It's just a small thing, but something that I think gives you some sort of indication, a window into what makes a player tick. And I think sometimes you watch his body language so far this season. I think he, that competitive fire burns really bright. And it's, it, it's very similar in a lot of ways to the other Connor that I think you can't buy that type of compete. It's one thing to have the talent, the skill, the vision, the hands, the shot, all those things. And by the way, better skating ability than I think we really, you know, imagined when Bedard was breaking into the league. This guy is the next big thing. And I, I think he's ultimately when his career peaks out, I think it's going to be at a level under Connor McDavid because I think McDavid is well on his way to being on hockey's Mount Rushmore. Yep. But I think Bedard is going to be the next notch down. All right. So now the $24 million question, because that's how much pending UFAs the Chicago Blackhawks have. Like, I don't know how you make it work for Nick Foligno. He's a UFA at $4 million. Uh, let's see. That's expensive. Uh, Beauvillier is a UFA at $4.1. Um, Dickinson's had a very good season. Vancouver included a pick to dump him. He's at 2.65. He's like plus five. He's got nine goals this year. Mm-hmm. Uh, they got a third left wing that's available as well. Who am I missing? Uh, Foligno, uh, Beauvillier. There's another left. Oh, Tyler Johnson's making five million. He's a pending UFA. And then on uh, defense, Zaitsev, uh, Zaitsev is a UFA. And then in goal, Mrazek. Uh, so there's six guys I mentioned. How many will be with the Hawks at the end of the season? What's your prediction? Well, Felino, I think the door is open to him staying if he wants to. Like, I don't think the Blackhawks are in this spot where they're going to be shipping players out that don't want to be. So I think that decision is entirely going to rest in, in his hands. Does he want to go chase a Stanley Cup or is he content to stay in Chicago? I think the rest of the guys, it's going to be beauty in the eye of the beholder. Like, if you could find Zaitsev at the right price... I think there'd probably be a couple takers. Um, I, I'm hard pressed to think, you know, maybe outside of Dickinson that there's going to be a lot of other action in the guys that they have. Like Tyler Johnson at that price point, I think is pretty significant. Um, I'm just looking at that group saying Chicago is really not, they're not going to be super active. I don't think Mrazic, I think could be a decent value bet as an insurance option. But they're not they're not gonna be knocking, you know, knocking on doors trying to move these guys if the price isn't right. They need to have some semblance of pieces to keep around Connor Bedard and keep this team they're not even competitive right now, but keep them, you know, somewhat at an NHL level. By my count, they got four AHLers in the lineup. Uh two guys on the fence, Phelps and Crevier. Uh, who's a hulking six foot eight defender, uh, and then a couple guys that, with all due respect to Joey Anderson, he's been for the most part an American Hockey League player. I'm I just, think the last thing the Blackhawks want to do is have eight of those guys right. in the well, lineup. And by, the by my count, they're at four. All right, let's switch focus to the Edmonton Oilers. Frank, is this a different Edmonton Oilers team that we are watching? Certainly a different level of confidence. Um, 
I really don't, I don't know how different they are because a lot of what we see right now is a team that is certainly defending better. That part is maybe a little bit unexpected. And and you could even make the argument that the way the Oilers have played these last handful of games, they've defended at a level that they didn't even at times last season. So that part has been a really positive development. I think what we've seen from their defensemen, I think less has been more. Skinner has certainly held up his end of the bargain. Uh, that part has helped. And the rest of it, though, like we knew Connor McDavid wasn't going to continue on the season in 126th in, in the NHL in scoring. It just wasn't going to happen. Um, we knew that this power play for as lethal as it was the last few years couldn't possibly continue on at the clip that they were. So that part, the sort of, uh, you know, increase or get back to the level at the, at the norm um, and average itself out like that part was happening, but it's been the defensive zone play. And I, I'd, I'd be real curious to find out and ask the question, how much of that has been um, on Chris Knobloch and how much of that has been an influence from Paul Coffey as well? Yeah, absolutely. Well, the style of structure and process that they're playing with, the defensive zone, and it is a zone, the deployment of middle zone breakout, which I love because it gives you options as you transition the puck up the ice. Those are tenants of Knobloch's games, even when he was in Hartford. Yeah. So Paul Coffey, I got to tell you, like spending some time around him when I was in town for the Heritage Classic, like he, he's got a real way about him that oh, is... Yeah. It's not just it's it's no nonsense, but it's also I think the the confidence that he has in what he says, and the way that you you kind of get this feeling around him. It's hard to describe, but you you know that you're talking to someone that has been successful in almost every venture that he's ever you know dipped his toe into. We're joined he doesn't by, mess around. We're joined. He by, do it for fun. Uh, daily face-off strength here volley for the horses and horse racing Alberta experience live standard racing Friday and Saturday Century Mile Racetrack and Casino. For more information, head to thehorses.com. We have a couple suspensions uh, that have come down the pipe here in the last hour, and Brendan Escott will have NHL today for us, so we're raining on his parade a bit. But David Perron gets six games, and only one game for Eric Gabranson, and I say that's good in Gabranson's case. What about you? I'm glad that he didn't get more than one game. I say it's utterly ridiculous that what David Perron did is six times as bad as what Eric Goodbranson did. Yeah. I, I, I understand without a doubt that David Perron was getting suspended. You can't cross-check someone who, by the way, if you really slow down the video and look at the initial point of contact, the cross-check actually hits him in the shoulder and the stick rides up and hits him in the face. I'm not excusing it. All yeah. I'm saying is... Consider the situation. David Perron has played 1,081 games in the NHL and has never been suspended. And he sees his captain out cold. He looked like a chalk imprint at a crime scene, Dylan Larkin. He looked like he was in bad shape and didn't really know what happened to him. So the first thing you do is you get angry and you hit someone. Again, not excusing it. My only point is Eric Goodbranson obviously didn't like the hit from Nick Cousins from behind fine well no again take take a closer look at it because the NHL referees took a look at it and after originally calling a major reduced it to a minor yeah 
He was a quarter of a stride away from a totally clean hit, Nick Cousins, because it was actually almost textbook where you get him on the shoulder and spin him into the glass just as they teach you. However, that's not what happened. Good Branson ended up eating a face full of Dasher board, and I understand why he's angry, but he pulls the Undertaker and gets up off the ice from the dead and goes after Cousins then, and later in the game... When he finally gets a piece of him to get his pound of flesh, he not only choke slams him to the ice, but then starts wailing away on the back of his head. Maybe, now, maybe somebody thought Cousins had it coming to him a little bit. Okay, fine. So if you want to make that argument, sure. Nick Cousins, I would say in a positive way, is one of the true rats of the game. Yes, and which I thoroughly admire. He plays hard, okay, but, yeah. okay. but sometimes just, just so you mess with the, the bowl, you get the horns, you got the horns. There okay, you go. fine. But all I'm saying is is what he did, why does Perron get six times as much? Okay. I could handle three I could handle three I could handle three games or four games for Perron. But once it was an in person hearing you knew it was gonna be five. Frank. Well, good luck on the appeal, because that's coming. All right, there you go. Hey, great stuff, Frank. Thanks for joining us. Take care, Bob. That is Daily Face-Off Strength, Sierra Valley for the Horses and Horse Racing, Alberta Experience Live, Standard Bed Racing, Friday and Saturday, Century Mile Racetrack and Casino. For more information, head to thehorses.com. You can, Frank's in multiple different platforms. This week, I'm in an additional platform. The Two Mutts Podcast, who have had myself on, as well as Brendan Escott. Uh, yes, the Two Mutts Podcast. Um with Josh and the gang, we did one last night. It ran. It was. It was over an hour. It's a good one. You're going to want to see it. Uh, interesting conversations. I'd like to think sometimes. Uh, but yes, last night was definitely one of them. The Oilers have won seven straight games. Brendan Escott's going to have a NHL Today for elite promotional marketing when we return on Oilers now. We go to NHL Today presented by Elite Promotional Marketing. Your local branded merchandise specialist, head to ElitePromoMarketing.com, and here's Brendan Escott. Leafs down a goal on Long Island halfway through the game, and the Flames are visiting Colorado in about an hour's time. You heard about the suspensions, but did you hear that Yessa Poliarvi is on a PTO with the Pittsburgh Penguins, at least practicing with the team? I don't think that he factored into a game, unless I missed No, no, he hasn't. There. Yeah. Uh, but he's working his way back from hip surgery, as we know, and he's on the prowl for a new contract. Penn's also placing Dmitry Samarukov on waivers. Yeah, the former Oilers uh, pick. Um, Blackhawks forward Boris Kachuk also on the waiver wire. Bakersfield trading wins with Ontario over the weekend. 6-4 win on Friday night. Jack Campbell was in net for that one. 2-1 loss on Saturday. It looks like they're hosting a hockey hooky game tomorrow, 10.30 yes. our time. Keith Kretzky will be on tomorrow after the game. Excellent. On tomorrow's show. In the uh, farm report. Oil Kings lost 8-2 and 3-2 in their home-and-home home series Oof. with Medicine Hat. A couple more games here before Chris both of them at Rogers Place Friday and Sunday. It's Swift Current and Regina coming to town. And Hockey Canada's World Junior Selection Camp is now underway in Oakville, Ontario. Tournament is in Sweden this year. We'll see them open up the preliminary round on Boxing Day against Finland with 6.30 a.m. puck drop hour time. They have the, uh, Bryn Griffiths is going to be going there for that. We have the U Sports team playing them tomorrow. I think, uh, Florchuk, Prokop, and Dylan Plouffe from the U of A. 
are playing on that team. Uh, with close to 35 years in business, Brent Ridge Ford has many long-term customers, and it's Christmas season. If you currently order uh, own an F-150, you can save up to get up to $16,000 off on a new F-150 this holiday season. If you want to be treated fairly at every aspect of your vehicle ownership and get award-winning service, call our friends at Brent Ridge Ford, 780-352-6048. Ask for Rich, Johnny, and Uncle Milt in sales or Kevin Margie and Mike in service. And remember, cars cost less in Wetaskiwin. Zach Ferguson's up next with a global news weather traffic update. When we come back, David Staples called to hockey. And then more with uh, Brendan and Reed Wilkins.